hungry and awake. <laughs> hungry and awake. <laughs> Which is practically me every hour of the day. Yeah, normal day. <laughs> yeah, you I don't know. need your cannabis infused. No. Maybe they'll just hire you for the commercial. <laughs> for trials? Oh, yeah. CDC is going to do a test run with me as a... a uh, focus group. Yeah, right. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, trying to think. Um, yeah. We ready to start? Yes. Yep. All right, let's do this. Okay, five, five four, four, three, three two, two, one. Hello, world. Yeah. a song that we're singing. We almost got it that time. I know. Oh, wow. We're getting super good at this, folks. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, it is your friendly neighborhood, David Ojay, and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com, and you are listening to The Happy Hour. <laughs> at Happy Hour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, on Twitter. And I am joined <laughs> by only two of our lovely ladies uh, this evening because, unfortunately, Ashley uh, had a bit of a spell. Aww. Couldn't make it. Uh, wasn't feeling well and had to drop out last minute. But that's okay. The trio will go on. So I'm joined by Beth. Hi. I'm at Eliza underscore B-E-T-H-A-N on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter. And Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And that's right. And we are the happy hour. So yeah. um, we had we have some more hockey to talk about. Uh, in the past week, uh, the preseason is still rolling along. And if I was to sum up all the games from last week and this week so far, I would say that the kids look all right. They yeah. look more than all right. Oh, yeah. They look more than all right. I'm... Our D doesn't look too bad either. Right. And that's the right? only thing that would be contentious for reasons that we will get into. Because I know I have reasons <laughs> to get into it. But um, regardless of that, uh, let's just jump right into the games as they happened. So on calendar D, that was at some point okay on the 22nd last week on saturday it was uh the ottawa senators at the bell center against the habs for the fourth preseason game and yeah who opens we this? won we did yeah we won it yeah. was uh wait three one two one uh three oh, to two i think yeah was it actually i think it's three to I two think it was pretty because, close because somebody yeah. i don't we have to get better prepared <laughs> okay i'm just gonna bring it up my app is loading very slowly. I had this Come written on. down, I think it was actually, but then I didn't. And it was 3-2. to two. Yeah! And that's great. So, uh, goals by the Senders, of course. Freaking Brady Kachuk opens up the, going, uh, opens up the scoring uh, against Carey Price on the first shot yep. that the Ottawa Senders registered. And the thing is, though, with that being said, that first shot, th wasn't that a period where... Unless this was another game now, but in general, the Habs have been not allowing shots on goal um, for like long, long stretches of time uh, in each of their games. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like I think in in all of them, that's true. Yeah, I believe that is the case as well. Granted, of course, uh, Brady Kachuk opens up the score, opens up the scoring for them, and then uh, Cody CC. Oh, that's right. And then it was 2 nothing against yeah. the Habs, but then it was... In... Less than a minute later. Yep, less than a minute later. Wait, was it? Was it into the second yep. period, I thought? Uh, it was, sorry, less than a minute after Cody Cece scored oh. to make it 2 nothing. Nikita Sherback scored. That's right, Nikita Sherback. Can and we talk Mango. about it? We do have to talk about Nikita Sherback because yeah. of all the big question marks going into the actual season this year i believe nikita is the one question mark that's biggest of all where is that really kid gonna he's end the up? biggest one yeah i would uh, say so okay interesting i would say so uh because people are pretty tough on him people are tough on him and yes. he scored himself a couple of goals this preseason mm -hmm. but i think that it well first of all i think it has to do with the depth of forwards right and it's depth at forward whatever the hell however you say that we have a ton of wingers like a ton yeah. and we've had a ton of wingers for the longest time but like you're saying nikita's being uh the victim of that depth and it's a dogfight to get a place on the big show 
I think there's a bit of a perception about Nikita Sherback that um, uh, everybody knows that I love him. I do. I think he's great. I think he is a good talent. Um, but if I have to ask myself, why are people so tough on him? I think that it may be because uh, there might be a bit of a work ethic uh, question happening there. Just because he's like, I see him as a bit of a Galchenyuk. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like just as a, a really good talent and really skilled player who will, he's sometimes there and he's sometimes not. And I do think, I, I said it last night on Twitter, or the, yeah, last night, I think he misses Galchenyuk. He and Galchenyuk had quite the chemistry. And besides that, they were sort of both the same age-ish and that kind of thing. And now that guy's gone. And I just feel like, I don't know, he might he might just be... He might be feeling the heat. He might be. He might have a lot of pressure on him by the coaching staff. But um, yeah, there's a big question mark around him, and I hope that uh, he sort of proves everybody wrong. I don't know how more he can do that. He's had two goals in the preseason. You know, some some guys have had no goals in the preseason. But I think that there is a question, perhaps, of attitude. That's just my speculation based on nothing but looking for answers uh, no that's all really good too um yeah with Sherbeck I've like of all like I kind of already said this before but of all the players to have a thought about you know anything Sherbeck's the one person where I'm like well I don't know where to put the poor kid he's kind of like in the same thing as well not even that because now we have our you know a player like Armia who you know hasn't done a ton in the camp like nothing like breakout worthy you know oh we have to keep this guy but if i was to say anything off the top of my head like who would i want to keep uh who well who would i want to bench uh nikita or armia and i'm like Ooh, it's kind of tough Not and for sure. me armia mm-hmm. we haven't noticed him in bad ways right right and he's another finn um who you know was Kutkanyemi's idol growing up mm-hmm. and uh, like I haven't noticed him in bad ways which is a I think is a good thing absolutely I would take that yeah yeah hmm. and so. he did look great in that game that he was with Domi and Drouin I will maintain oh for sure yeah, yeah. oh yeah went with Armia there mm-hmm. absolutely well, I mean, hell, you pair. Well, the thing is, too, is that Drouin has been looking fantastic oh, in yes. the camp. So with the play, so you know, up tempo and aggressive. He's free. It's, yeah, he, exactly. He's free to do whatever he wants. So I really can't wait till the you know the season season starts, and we can see Domi and him have a bit more going on. Uh, you know, once Domi, of course, gets back uh, from the suspension. And that would really, you know, that's just yet another piece into the puzzle. Because I think someone mentioned, uh, you know, just to confound things even further for the Habs, somebody mentioned on Twitter, and I can't recall whom it was, but they were seriously wondering, well, what are we going to do about Shaw now? Is he going to get slotted in third line, fourth line, and Andrew Shaw, two-time Stanley Cup winner? Andrew Shaw will play wherever. He doesn't, Yeah, he's not uppity that way, and he's said it a million times. True story. Makes sense. Yep. And He's no, like, as long as to... I can play and provide for my baby, I'll be fine. Yeah. Absolutely. And keep giving us those cute videos, Andrew. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Did you see the picture so of them yes. from the family picture day? Yes. She looks just like him, and I am <laughs> totally here for it. <laughs> she does. And uh, Paul Byron, too, and his family. Yes. Oh, that's so right. Cute. I yep. love yeah. Paul Byron just, so much. Oh. Yep. Absolutely. Me, too. And not to go back into too much ancient history, but just while we're talking about uh, Duran and how great he's looked, it's because he's on the wing. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I see that, you know, for a lot of people, it's still kind of a a, a knee-jerk reaction to indict uh, Mark Bergevin or whoever for putting him at center. But they had no choices. Who else were they going to play at center? And Duran's like, you know what? I'll do it. Sure, I'll do it. I'll I'll play wherever you put me. If you want me at center, I'll play center. And that was that's not where he blossoms. That's not where he flourishes. But he did it mm-hmm. because there was nobody else to do it. 
Right, and he rose and to now, the occasion. And and never mind that Bruce Van said last year at least once. And in an ideal world, he's on the wing. So it's not like he didn't know it. Mm-hmm. It's not like he did something dumb on purpose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do you think? Anyway, uh, what do you think, Beth? About uh, yeah. What do you think, Beth? About like Nikita and all of that. Um. I don't know. I mean, like, I I enjoyed him being on the team last season, and I I think he does he deserves another chance. Like, I I don't see and I have not personally seen an issue with him maybe I haven't been watching him as closely as others have um but I don't see an issue with him getting a chance to stay I do get that there might be a numbers problem with that um and if it's going to be where like if 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 it's where like he plays until somebody else comes back or until somebody is healthy or whatever and then he goes back down that's I mean, I get like being a placeholder sucks, but I think that it'd still be a good opportunity for him. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't have an issue with him. Yeah, I want to, I want to give him as much opportunity to succeed as possible because he was a first rounder. Yeah. And uh, granted, uh, you know, I say that, and then we look at the case of Michael McCarron. Of course, you know, two completely mm-hmm. different players, but you know, McCarron may his ship may have sailed with the Habs. Uh, for now, but we'll get to him and the others later. Um, yeah. But what's important is that the Habs beat Ottawa three to two. Yep. Um With goals. Oh crap! I had it up. <laughs> so did I. That's Shit. funny. No, no, no. CC Sherback. Yep. And then Paul Byron. Yep. Paul Byron and Thomas Tatar. Tuna Tatar, Tatar. got himself a <laughs> got himself a goal. So. It was 3-2, Habs win. Good. Now, the more important game that wait, happened. Wait, I have things to say. Sure. About that game. Um, I mentioned <laughs> this on Twitter, um, but um, I really liked that during the first intermission, um, when they talked to Brady Kachuk about his goal, um, he, yeah. even though he scored on Carey Price, he still said that Carey Price is the best goal in the world. And, but... Uh, not to put too fine a point on it, what he said was one of the best goalies in the world. Oh, he said one. Okay. Yeah. But still. I know because I was listening. Yeah. <laughs> he still he still said Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you what lost? It's my Dorothy? phone. I don't know what it's doing. <laughs> Dave, can you believe that? So people don't know what street I live on. <gasps> yeah. Did it have a street? <laughs> um, okay. And then. Um, when I was watching the auto game, I, I when we're talking about Brendan Gallagher, I think last season even, and I'm talking about how we can identify him just by the way he moves on the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, I can identify Kokaniemi that way already. Oh yeah, just from how he moves, it's ridiculous. Like I saw him and I was like, "Is that Gasperi?" And then he turned around and I was I saw the the 15 and I was like, "There he is." He's so smart. He's it's ridiculous. He's just so smart. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh that's you know, it goes without saying that Kokaniemi in all three in every preseason game thus far has yeah. been an impact for the Habs. Without a doubt. Like it's... the only game that he was kind of shaky was that rookie game in the rookie tournament. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it it's and it's it was like uh, Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um he uh it was mentioned at that time that that was only his fourth time ever playing on NHL sized ice. Second, I thought. And it was, I don't know what it was, but. Yeah. Or, yeah, something like that. And it was after that game, we talked about it on the podcast where I mentioned that close your eyes and it sounds like, you know, could be Sidney Crosby talking, could be Carey Price talking. He was very matter of fact, right? The robots. He was very matter of fact about, you know, knowing what he had to do differently. I'm paraphrasing here and not being worried about adapting and that was the only one and only game that he kind of looked like what's going on here because after that he's just he's just i'm going to murder my phone (laughs) stop talking (laughs) i quit Please so, be yeah. quiet. Okay. He's not you, smart. Talk. <laughs> that would be bad for the podcast. Everybody be really, quiet. Everybody be quiet. 
Dave? Yes, I am here. Okay. <laughs> I ruin everything. Okay. So he's great. We love him. Absolutely. More on him later. Yes, absolutely more on him. And there's some interesting facts I just dug up about uh, Kokonami 2 that I will share in a bit. But so Ooh. one of the more important games that came up was the yes. first meeting of Toronto versus the Habs in this preseason on Monday night. And that was a bit of a barn burner. Holy uh, yeah. crap. It was completely Calder cup champs yeah colder cup champs especially but now we have to put it in, <laughs> we have to put some things in perspective though leafs iced without a doubt their ahl you know team practically yeah by with all like i can't even think of like one of the veterans on the leafs that were there because i don't know any of them i don't care about the leafs but <laughs> one of the people that i did know was garrett sparks goalie and he did not yeah. have a good yeah. game mm -mm. whatsoever uh -uh. So, just to kind of put things in perspective, that game ended up ending in a, uh, let's see, a, was it 5-2 decision? 5-1. 5-1. Yeah. 5-1. A 5-1 decision, and that was with two goals by Arturi Lekkonen, two yeah. goals somehow by Xavier Ouellet, and yeah. one goal, and this was, I think, the most impressive of the of all of them, was Charles Houdon with that spinorama. Oh, God. Oh, that was It was, made me so Lord. happy. Absolutely, because I I love Houdon. He's one of the guys yeah. I want to succeed so bad. Yeah, I liked uh, Xavier Roulette. He winked after a second goal. I don't know if anybody else saw that, but like right, it was right before he got like tackled by the hug. I don't know who he was looking at, but he like did a quick little wink at somebody on the ice. It was adorable. Nice. I um, and Lekkonen's goal was just really fun. I don't I don't remember what exactly i wanted to say about it i just wrote that it was fun and fun is like in capital letters and underlined and circled god i think he did like this weird like kind of backwards thing that might have hold on Honestly, i think that's at that game right she was she was she, yeah. she would have been perfect for tonight I know. unfortunately <laughs> what she was saying was people people there were bitching about um what they paid for their tickets and basically like i mean they're there for a preseason game yeah. man wait wait who, who you're was? not gonna see Tavares and uh yeah. least fans freaking whatever at oh. angry about you, what they paid like, they wouldn't have been angry if the score had been reversed exactly. and preseason games exactly. are cheaper and a lot cheaper anyway yeah well i don't know in toronto they're oh. super expensive I, I, know, I think I, I saw somewhere that it was like close to regular season prices, but oh I, wow, I don't know. Womp I saw womp. Some, somewhere yeah. that were like seventy bucks. <laughs> exactly. Too bad. So sad. Yeah. Sorry. Now, of course, with that being said, um, yeah, I mean, it's I I can't even think of like one thing that was wrong with that uh game. Um, no. Uh, I mean, the Habs kind of, like, had their half A, half B squad out there. And, I mean, the goal against uh, from uh, – uh, oh, yeah, the, the goal scorer for the Leafs was uh, Kasperi Kapanen, and he's a good player, yeah. too, come to think of it. But, um, um, I can't really say much about his goal, and maybe this is just true for him in uniform, but he looks like the action figure version of Austin Matthews. Oh. So if Austin Kapanen? Matthews was plastic <laughs> – was made of plastic. <laughs> That's what it just made. And I don't mean that in a mean way. It was just like, he just looked like, because action figures always look slightly different than the person. Right. Sometimes yeah. they look nothing like the person. <laughs> I don't know. Like at all. Hold on. Let me look up what Casper Capitan actually looks like. And because I didn't look this up, I just <laughs> wrote things down and said, I'll say them later. Casper. And that game was half, was it a half and half? goalie game oh Garrett, i think sparks stayed in for the whole tilt mm -hmm. um i'm looking at times for the habs right now no uh, niemi stayed in for his full thing too oh he he had the full game niemi he looks great a, yeah niemi with a 0.96 holy crap yeah save percentage while sparks had a 0.86 eh, womp 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 oh yeah wow. if spirit captain got his hair he could be a stunt double that's funny. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I'm really 
can we can we talk about Miami for a second? Well, yeah. I mean, just I'm I, just that just just that. I, really I feel like the CH is doing him some good. That's all. We can move on now. From the from the moment he arrived. Yeah. Yeah, we did, we dedicated a lot of um, time to him last season, but uh, yeah, from the moment that he arrived, the guys won a Stanley Cup. Yes. Stop acting like right, like he doesn't know what he's doing in there. He's been great. He was the Habs' best goalie by far last year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Niemi, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no, so. I love, I love Niemi. Uh, my God, uh, freaking his, he, he was, you know. Who was? It? Oh no, I'm getting him mixed up with Montoya now. That's ridiculous. No, um, the only <laughs> yes. the worst the worst thing could not look less. Yeah, similar. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that whole fiasco when I found Montoya's junior picture. Holy crap! Oh, <laughs> oh my lord! Suave. No, um, suave. No, but I mean, the worst thing that Yemen really did good. last year was uh, that game against Vegas. When he had that hard Vegas yeah. hangover. Holy That was moly. such a surprise. Yeah, it's like, holy crap. You're going to stick with that theory, eh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if he's finished coming to Vegas yeah. for the first time in forever, he's like, all right, boys. Not to generalize. Let's take, well, I mean, not to generalize. For, <laughs> for, all, for all of our Finnish listeners, <laughs> I understand and I imbibe as well. Oh, yeah. Just don't do it. Before a, nat- a yeah. national league hockey game, <laughs> I was yeah, I was really surprised by that one because I thought that uh, I thought that he would really be great. Anyway, that was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh, he well. was great in that game against Toronto. Yes, he Looked was solid. And um, yeah, you know nothing nothing bad to say about that game. Like you know, like we've been saying, I mean the the Habs literally mopped the floor with uh, Toronto. Oh yeah, and it was ridiculous. You could say. That they mopped the floor with them again Wednesday, when Toronto iced their top like their oh yeah pretty it was pretty much like a repeat of the Florida game where Florida brought in all their you know NHL players yeah the Leafs did the same thing but you know the Habs also countered with most of uh, their own uh you know their own NHL uh, ready people as well with uh, notable exceptions of yeah Houdon wasn't on the lineup. Nope. Um, and then, you know, injuries, Shaw, Weber, those guys. Exactly. Because the main thing – but, yeah, that Wednesday game. So, okay, that's the most recent game. So that's the one I remember uh, more of. It was just – you had Jonathan Taveras out there. You had Austin mm-hmm. Matthews out there. And who mm-hmm. did we have to counter that? Jasperi Kotkaniemi. Kotkaniemi. Philip Deneau and, of course, Thomas Plekenic, an old uh, teammate of, you know, everybody on the Leafs team, which was mentioned. Yeah ridiculous but oh god um it was fascinating to watch because the 5v5 like the even strength yeah. play between both teams it was all habs all yeah. the time yeah they, the, the leafs were struggling against the they habs. didn't even get a shot for how long oh yeah again that that same story again like it took the leafs yeah. like what seven eight minutes to get a shot on goal or something like yeah. that with that lineup huh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's well, funny. It seemed like so I put I put it on Twitter last night too that um it just seemed like the game plan was expose the Leafs defense. They could not get anything assembled. Nothing going. Nothing going. At all. And what it took though, and this is gonna be whoa, this is what I don't like. Mm-hmm. What it took was the special teams, and that's where the Habs yeah. got sunk. However, the the final score of the game was five to three. Yeah. Basically because Toronto's power play first power play unit is cartoonishly devastating. It is yeah. on par with what San Jose is going to have. So like those two teams, they're going to have really great power plays. The Canadians power kill isn't terrible, but against something like that, they're going to be they're going to have all sorts of issues. They'll figure it out. Yeah, at some point. They'll figure sure. it out. Because that penalty kill, I, I will tell you, looked really good for seven minutes in that game against Florida. That's yeah. true. And there's, so, there's sparks of brilliance. So that's, yeah. that's the whole thing. It's just a preseason. Exactly. Well, yeah. I'm telling you, I love preseason. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's been great. No, it it's really been has great. been great. It's been good because we're looking at sort of all the talent and, and get to evaluate it, but... At, 
again, it's still only preseason. Like this is, it's just camp for these mm-hmm. coaches. Mm-hmm. It's just camp. Absolutely. They're seeing who's going to stay, who's going to go. And then what you works, know, what doesn't, what works and what doesn't. Absolutely. So uh, last night, um, they they opened the scoring on a bad goal, right? Yeah, Thomas Tatar yeah. made uh, somebody look very foolish with assists from. No, Lickenden. no, no. Sorry, I meant the Leafs opened their scoring on a bad goal. Oh, it was yeah, pretty unfortunate. That was, yeah, that was a Nazem Kadri. I think wasn't that like that bouncing puck that went overhead or something? Oh nonsense? no, they got a power play goal, right? Yeah, but they. A, oh, of it, course they did. <laughs> yeah, and then Price gave it away. Yeah, Petrie didn't know what to do with it, and it ended up in the back of Carrie's net. I believe that that was. Ah, when the hell was that? Was that Mitch? I thought it was the second goal. It was Mitch. Yeah, second goal. Their second goal was Austin Matthews. No, it was the second period. period. That was a power play. That was the first time that we saw the power play, and uh, no, no, because Cadre's was a power play goal too (laughs) in the first period. Yes, it was. Mm They had they two finally... shorthanded, and everything else was a power play And goal. that's what I wanted to talk about. Those, I don't think, and I have to be stat-checked on this, but I don't think any other team in the league has given up as many shorthanded goals in the preseason as the Habs. I think these, oh, really? like, maybe two or five shorthanded goals so far in the span of, what, five games? Which is unfair, but I don't like it. We just gave Kirk Muller a two-year extension. He had Lyme disease. disease. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. You can talk and still have Lyme disease. You can draw out a plan and still have Lyme disease. You're harsh. Oh, I'm the power play. I I'm I'm a stickler on it. I was about to do yeah, some math uh, to figure it. Actually, I already I think I already did some math about it. Like the power play shooting at like what uh, something around thirteen or fourteen percent, which is like oh no. If we have a guy like Kirk Muller who was at St. Louis where the power play was like their best thing, so we get him, put him in Montreal. It's been two three years and the power play has been steadily getting better, but it's like oh my lord, this has to be awesome in the regular season when they have an established uh, team. And that's the one That's the one thing I'm giving Kirk right now, that uh, every night it's a different lineup, it's a different roster. Pretty much every practice they're going into is a new thing on the power play. And it's just... Yeah. It's no good. But it has to get better. And I'm confident it will. But those two shorties... I It's uh, four total throughout the preseason so far. Oh. Shorthanded goals. Shorthanded goals are my least favorite thing on the entire planet. Well, yes. I can't stand them. Cannot stand them. Now, one of them was a fluke with Price bumbling, and then then Petrie bumbled it right afterward. It was a symphony of errors, which happens. Yeah. And then there was like, uh, again, poor Petrie got the worst of it in this because it was like two super critical mistakes in a row, and that was really bad. Uh, aside from that, Petrie looked decent in the preseason. Not bad, but that was not a stellar performance on his end. Yeah, because for... if those shorties didn't happen, we'd be in overtime. But it's okay because it's just the preseason. Yeah, It is. In the words of Carey Price, chill out. <laughs> now, speaking, um, he, should, he shouldn't be giving up shorthanded goals. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you look at both of those. If, if, if a player is one-on-one with a goalie, that's the 50-50 it's going in for me. Really? To me, for sure. You could have, like, I mean, with with the talent that these players have, I mean, it's, it's yeah. tough. It's tough. So now the narratives uh, going around all summer long were that Carey Price is going to have to be all-world for this team to, you know, make any noise this season no. i don't think that's true i think that we've seen that in the preseason that there's a lot more to this team than just carrie price mm-hmm. but on the other hand you know and so everybody talks out both sides of their mouths like the team's going to be such garbage and please we really want them to be bad but then again we're going to criticize every single thing that they do when they are bad 
But um, I just feel like it's okay. The guy, he is the best goalie in the world, in my opinion. And he's going to prove himself this season that he is. Because, you know, like he said himself at the golf tournament, we're going to surprise a lot of people. There's a lot more to this team than you guys think, and everybody thinks we're going to be terrible. So watch out. But on the other hand, he is the best goalie in the world. And if he has to win every game by himself, I'm fine with it. It's his job. He's the goalie. He's making $10.5 million or whatever it is as of right now. And it's his job to keep keep the puck out of the net. And so I think that he's up to it. <laughs> he is certainly acted like he is. And everybody seems to be on the same page this season. Mm-hmm. So, But if it, if it does all come down to price, the way everybody is expecting, I'm okay with that. However, it's not going to be all price this year because we've got a lot of talent and we have Yesperi Kotkaniemi who looks like he's sticking around. Right. Absolutely. And he's amazing. According to Claude Julien, I think I'm saying paraphrase that it would be very hard to say that he's not on the team come yeah. come opening uh, night or whatever it is, which to yeah. me, I am a little surprised, but not that surprised after what I saw because that kid no. is a difference maker. It's yep. it's obscene to say that because now we know A+, plus, we know for certain that he is an extraordinary player because of what he did Wednesday night. Yeah, the Habs lost, but Jesus Christ, the, the Leafs looked terrible out there. Yeah. It was embarrassing to watch at moments. Sorry, Leafs yeah. fans. But I'm not sorry. <laughs> not all sorry. the Leafs fans who are listening. Yeah, all the Leafs fans are listening <laughs> to the happy hour to flame us later. Seriously, no, it was – um he – he is a delight to watch. I just, I wonder where he's going to be on the lineup. Is he going to be our second C? I'd want, I would what? want to oh. protect him a little bit. Maybe do a Dino Placanic uh, and then Kokaniemi. I'm not sure. I think, I think that we have too much. Um... Oh shit. Domi, my bad, but whatever. Yeah. Domi. Um, I, t- I think that we're a little bit too afraid in Montreal and we have too many, too much sort of, um, what's that called? A little bit of uh, PTSD when it comes to <laughs> our third overall pick because, because uh, the notion is that uh, Alex Galchenyuk's development was bungled and he should have spent longer uh, playing in junior or whatever. And it's just, that's fine if that's your theory. I don't care, but like, Kotkaniemi is not Alex Galchenyuk. Yeah, that's uh, absolutely not to disparage Galchenyuk in any way. He's just night and day. Like I said the other, I said it again on Twitter yesterday to um, Mitch Gallo. He's got hockey in his veins. Oh my God, he's so smart. That's just it. like he belongs on the ice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100 percent uh yeah he's he's just one of those he's he's one of those special players there's a reason that he got picked third overall and it's not exclusively because he was a center it's he is clearly very good at his job and he's very very smart he plays smart and that is a really good quality especially in a center because with the centers that we have it's yeah the only the only exception at least depending uh, from seeing him on the campus that to know is seems to be the only guy oh. that's trying to push his offensive end because we kind of had to know Placanek, very defensive-minded uh, centers. But now for this year, we have Domi, who's going to be like a he's going to be a spark plug, you know, down the middle if we play him in the middle, which I think is going to be the case. And now we have this dynamic, smart as hell kid in Jesperi Kokaniemi, and you know, it just kind of depends on where we want to slot him. I would, if I was to predict it right now, I would say it's Domi. Uh, Dino Kokaniemi Plakanic in the middle. Sorry, I was just talking to my son. That's okay. Um, yeah, well, I think that I don't know. I think that they they were trying Domi in the middle, and I think that that like that one game, that one opportunity that we did get to see him down the middle with uh, Armia and Duran, they looked really good together. You know, the, the, they had 
chemistry and I mean he's he's not a center and it's going to be a running joke all season I'm sure that but um yeah if they if they have to play on center they will but it's just going to be the season of trying stuff I guess yeah for sure granted now I think I'm forgetting about uh, Mr. Pekka too because he's one of our other centers hurt. That, yeah yeah how hurt and he a groin oh right i remember someone's and, mentioning that yeah julian was saying yesterday it's it's kind of hard to know with that injury how long it's going to take but um what i was reading about pekka the other day who i don't know a lot about but we got him from tampa yeah we did our friend alana on twitter the other day was saying when did we even get him? It seems like so long ago. Like, where did he come from? It's like, I don't even remember. <laughs> but we got him from Tampa. And the, the theory is that, you know, we never really heard of him before because he was in Tampa. And they have such depth that he never really got, you know, a good opportunity down there because they didn't need to use him. But he could be a nice surprise, too. Like, I mean... There's got to be something there because we got him and he's still there. So I'm going to be interested to watch him this year, but I haven't seen much of him to sort of make an opinion yet. No, nope, I'm with you with that for sure. I'm kind of, I'm trying to remember where, what exactly were the details behind it. I thought he was like a deadline pickup. Oh no, he was a free agent and the yeah. Habs picked him up. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good to me. Oh, yeah, for the Syracuse Crunch, he put up 46 points in 63 games. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Did he ever play with Joy? I'm... Hmm. wonder if they... Possibly. I wonder if there's something there. Mm-hmm. Possibly he did. I'm just... Oh, because in, like, 15-16 and 16-17 seasons, he, he was in the AHL, and Drouin would have probably... They would have probably crossed paths at some point, but... yeah. I guess we'll see. That's cool. Now, yeah, but with Kokaniemi, what a home run for the Habs, without a doubt. He's going yeah, to be a great yeah. player for a long time. So Quite clearly. Beth, did you have anything on Kotka? Me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, um, I, um, I won't be angry with whatever Claude decides to do with him um if he stays awesome if he stays on the Habs, awesome if he goes to the rocket awesome if he goes back to finland awesome i think and if he stays on the Habs for a little bit for the nine game trial and then goes elsewhere awesome um i think it'll be granted i'm not a hockey aficionado i don't i've never played or anything but i think it'll be hard to hurt him I think yeah. anything that anything that is done with him will give him a good set of ex, a good bit of experience um, in whatever arena he's in, and it'll it'll set him up for success wherever he. It'll set him up for success down the road with the Habs. I think wherever he goes, um, I've been really impressed with what I've seen of him throughout the preseason i didn't get to see any of the rookie tournament really i saw like little clips and things like that um but just i just impressed with i'm like he's 18 he just turned 18 yeah. um and i can't remember if i don't know if it was him or mete but in the third period of the game last night one of them did like this uh like spin deflection in the last couple minutes of the game um which was which really impressed me, and then he did this like backwards dance pass um, earlier yeah. on on Gallagher on Gallagher's like leaping goal that he had where he like ended up diving yeah. into the net. He did this like backwards dance pass thing, and I was just like, I, I didn't I was like oh my god like who wired your brain because I want them to do that to mine. I don't want to because... say Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> But he sure knows where the puck is going to be and what the play is going to be. Absolutely, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. he's got that thing going for him. That uh, that Gallagher goal was a very pretty goal that tied up the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was, yeah, assisted by Matei and uh, Kokaniemi for that. Yes. I think uh, Kokaniemi was the uh, tick, Matei was the tack, and then Gallagher yeah. was the toe. Gallagher was the toe. 
Yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> I wish that they would like credit it like that when it's a three-person three-person uh, yeah. goal. <laughs> like, the tic-tac-toe. The tac and the toe. If we ever have a website that has hat stuff on it, we should do that. The tick, the tack, and the toe. Hmm. Perhaps. We shall see. Maybe that could be. Yeah. Maybe. Um, mm-hmm. As far as he's concerned, I it seems fairly evident that he's going to be staying for at least the nine games. I, I haven't seen anything about him that, that says... That he shouldn't. Oh, my God, he's not ready. Right. I mean, their their first game is against the Leafs next week. Yeah. And we already saw how and the team looks like against them. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. He was not out of place. He is not out of place. Right. Yeah. He's And I think he is a very good player. Without a doubt. For, for this roster, he's <laughs> one of the better players. Oh, I was going to say earlier, it's like... You know how in horror movies when it's like the aliens are learning from what we do or whatever <laughs> and like then like regenerating and getting smarter that I feel like that's what he's doing every game that he mm-hmm. plays like yes every player learns from every game but it, he's literally like okay well the last game I did this and this didn't work or I did this thing and it did work so I need to do this this time and he's just building a, upon himself and it's awesome it's working and i'm excited and he's got poise he does he's poised poised like a, like a and patient has he made a mistake no maybe once against Not that i've noticed on, on wednesday maybe perhaps i mean but and you know the same thing can be said about patience Met- and like and it's not only yes barry too you know we're, we're looking for players like uh, two more players that i really liked was a matei and Juleson. On defense, yeah. they mm-hmm. and they yep. look amazing on the power play yeah. too. It finally great. like it stabilizes the blue line there so well. But Matei, I mean, the, the the worst thing that happened to Matei was that it was it the shorthanded goal. I don't remember whatever goal it was. Um, but like he was rushing to get back out to you know uh, neutralize because he thought that we had possession. Ahab makes a pass. It hits off like the back of his skate to a leaf, and then bam, there's the goal. But um, yeah. it's just those little things. And despite that, Matei's had a great camp. Juleson's had a great camp. And you know who else has had a great camp? Fucking Carl Alsner has not yeah. looked out of place. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Which is good. That's good because I'd rather yeah. him not be bad. So I haven't yeah. noticed him in a bad way at all. Exactly. Exactly. Because last year when he played, I mean, I'm pretty sure that we had maybe 15 or 20 goals on carry that were off Alsner somehow. Either bouncing off a skate, mm-hmm. a deflection off of his stick, or just something. It's like, damn it, Alsner. It's not working. But now, who knows? Hopefully that doesn't keep up. Um, Speaking of Carey Price, which I know we weren't exactly, but you said it's <laughs> Um. <laughs> I wanted to say I also wanted to say this earlier, and there are a lot of goalies that I respect and admire, um, but Carey Price is literally the only goalie in the entire world that I do not get anxious when he's like three hundred miles out of the crease. Um, yeah. Well, he had his moments last year that sometimes yeah. I still kind of I I kind of go back to my 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 scared place, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, he's the best at playing the puck. Mm-hmm. If he goes back to, uh, you know, the old Carey Price that we know and love, you don't you don't forget to play how to play hockey. Yeah, I mean, it exactly. seemed like that for 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 times last year, but he also had the other issues that he was dealing with. So, um, you're right, Beth. Yeah, ninety. I'm I'm getting back to that place where I'm not nervous mm-hmm. just because I I have my old fears from last year. But um, yeah, he's one of the best at playing the puck. Just remember, we're going to have a whole bunch of new baby magic coming with a lot of players, including Terry Price, later on this season. Yeah. And there's just something about new babies that makes hockey players just extra great. <laughs> and we've got like four of them. Oh, no, because Max is gone. I don't, so we've yeah. got three of them. But still, that's a lot of new baby magic. Plus, we've yeah. got Andy. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. Andy. I was like, who's Andy? Andy, oh, sorry. Andy Shaw. Andy Shaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Andy Shaw. 
So, yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's going to be back. He's going to be back this season. I'm not, I'm actually not worried. Me but neither, um, because if we, I did draft him earlier tonight in my fantasy draft, so. There you go. You won't regret there you it. Go. You're not going to regret it. But if just quickly back on Kaniemi just for a second to close it out, there seems to be this fascination with not burning his entry-level contract, not doing burning the year off his entry-level contract like everybody's so concerned about all of the contract oh situation now. But um, listening to my platonic crush, Gord Miller, yesterday Ooh. on, yeah, he was on with Melnick. And Gord Miller for me is a must-listen. I went away from his interview feeling like he hasn't watched Kotkaniemi this season because he's like not only insistent on him going back to Finland, but going back for, for if not one year, two years. Why? He said this today? Yesterday, before the game. Oh. But I was just like, I think he hasn't even watched this guy because... Kukaniemi has not once looked nervous or scared or out of place. He's an obviously not only gifted, but very smart, intelligent, and like you said, Dave, patient player that belies his 18 years on this planet. And second of all, the other thing that he brought up was, you know, you're in a foreign country. You don't speak the language. No, you know, nobody around you speaks your language. And I'm just like, how many Finns do we have on our team? A and B, have you heard him talk? Because he's got no problem with English. Like, I mean, it's, it's quite clear that Eng- English is not his first language, but he communicates quite well and he will be able to get around. And I just, all of these reasons for wanting to send him back to Finland in not one year, but maybe two. It's like who, um, uh, Gallo last night on the post game was saying, nobody ever said that about Matthews. Nobody's saying that about nope. Dalene. Nobody, he's the third overall pick. Why would he not like others are NHL ready, but in Montreal. And I, and I, again, I, I, I think it goes back to, I mean, Gord's not from Montreal and he's not, part of the Montreal media but I think it goes back to this fear of Galchenyuk's development being mishandled and none of that the, n- nobody ever points a fin- finger at the player himself but you, we can't compare these two and further they're to that not point, in the same league right absolutely they're not in the same league Kokaniemi no. has a whole different head on his shoulders than Galchenyuk does, yep. number one. And oh, number yeah. two, an incredible, you know, this is, this should be point number one. There's a whole new staff in, at the Habs developing these exactly. kids. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a completely mm-hmm. different world. And unless, you know, unless it's a freak show out there, this training camp is miles ahead of what happened last year. Oh, and God, I, yes. And I kind of wonder that might have something to do with all, you mm-hmm. know, all the, uh, the the salt and pepper gentlemen that we have backing up the bench. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's something to mention. And, yeah. It's like people forget we've got – and in Laval, never mind in Laval with Joel Bouchard and Dominic Ducharme, we, these are guys who have experience with, with youth. Yeah. With youth. Yep. Like – First of all, how much like sort of hand holding does Kotkaniemi need from his coaches at all? Already being such a smart player, but he like what Claude Julian said about him the other night. He is listening to the older players and learning from them, and he's got a good head on his shoulders, and he's humble, and all of those things. Like he's our little, he's our hockey robot. We finally like, have one, another one, rather <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, you know, never mind when, um, say, Weber comes back. Oh, my Lord. The leadership in that room, sorry for using the L word, but the leadership, the cohesiveness. We've got Shaw. We've got a glue guy. We've got, like. Attitude. I can't. (gasps) And attitude. And I cannot see. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Bad word. (laughs) Um, I can't can't see, like, if I'm quick, can you want to stay? He like he said, I'm here to make the team, and he's not given them any reason to say, yeah, no, you're not ready. 
bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now, on that said, with those guys that we mentioned, um, particularly Ducharme, in this case with Habs, um, with the input of these guys who know of what they speak, I'm not worried at all that they're going to make any wrong decisions about Cook and Yemi. Very well put. And you want to know something uh, even better about Jesperi Kokanyemi? Besides his smile? Besides his smile, which is a 10 out of 10, <sighs> I may have to add. But yeah. Jesperi Kokanyemi leads, so cute. leads the Habs in plus minus <laughs> with a plus five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have all the stats right here. I actually wanted to kind of go through some of these. But yeah, uh, Jesperi Kokanyemi. No, it's not nothing. He's played in all five of the games of the preseason. Right? All five games of the preseason? He's he's Has he played all uh... of them? I'm trying to think. There's a game that he didn't play. Yeah, you're right. Okay, he's played out of five. He's played five out of six. But with that being yeah. said, um, he has played more games than every other Hab in the yeah. preseason. That's right. Wow. And he, and, yeah, and he hasn't disappointed. Mm-hmm. And in that he hasn't time, like, yeah. And in that time, he's so, had three points with two assists, one goal. And our leading goal scorer, surprise, surprise, is, huh, oh, actually, surprise, Arturi Lekkanen. <laughs> with three. With three. Mm-hmm. Sherbeck's had two. Yep. yep. Well, more. Gal- had two. Gallagher. Yep. And that's the other point to make, too, is that Galley is our number one point guy with five points in four games, two goals, three assists. So look at all that offense. It's going to be a great year. And Thomas Tatar, but, what a vision. Uh-huh. I am having so much fun watching him play. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I right. knew. He was Two. He was one of those players from, like, another team that I really liked, but I didn't want to like them because they were you on another that. team. And I'm yeah. like, I liked him when he was a Red Wing. I When he went to Vegas, I'm like, oh, that's pretty expensive for Tatar, but he should be good. And then he, like, kind of flitted away with that and I was super surprised and then he came here I was like oh, that was the first thing you said I was so happy so happy yeah so I'm really like, happy that was there. one player that you've always wanted on our team mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh there's one guy that we have not been given giving enough love to just because there's so much Who? more excitement Who? going on and that's Philip Dano yes Philip mm-hmm. I'm having so much fun watching him play <laughs> Philip. He's just like flying out there. Yeah, okay. he really is. He's a different player. He totally yes. is. It's a, it, he but, is. And you can see that about so many. And I know we've said it about other people before, but Drouin is playing way better. Uh, Philip Deneau is playing better. Oh, God. Um, I mean, Gallagher's still Gallagher. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else that's been really playing. I mean, we mentioned Olsner. He's playing defense without being flashy about it. And that's good. It makes you wonder... What the fuck? I think we mentioned it, but what the fuck was happening last at uh, last training camp? That it's know. so much different. And I mean, well, that's um, that's some of the stuff we will never know. Yes, but hockey mysteries. Mark Bergevin, when he w- he was on a French radio station last week, mm-hmm. and or the week before, and he was asked. So you said you were gonna fix it. Did you fix it? Huh. <laughs> and he said, "Yep." I fixed it. <laughs> so funny. draw the conclusions that you will from that. And then contrast this year's training camp with last year's training camp. And I mean, we've got the new coaches. We've got a ton of awesome new talent. Cook and Yemi's there as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's night and day. It really is. And I have to add, we're not quite out of time, but we have not a lot of time left. So I want to... Wow. I know, right? Okay. So I want to run through yeah. some of the stuff. So <laughs> a, a big piece of news, like aside from all the games and Cook and Yemi being awesome, Paul Byron's going to be with us for four more years. Yes. Yes. Which is awesome. Or is it four <laughs> seasons, three years, whatever the Til hell it is. Till 2022. Till the 2022 oh, season. Yeah. Then we have to worry about yeah. that again. And I am so glad because I love myself some Byron. Absolutely. Oh, we need that guy. God. I love him. Absolutely. So he was amazing. on in his um, French radio. He was on with TSN as well, but in his French um, interview, he said re-signing with the Habs or extending with the Habs was a no-brainer. Oh, what a great I love that. A no-brainer. 
Love I it. really hope I can that's meet him that's... when I'm in Montreal in February and he can sign my sweater. <laughs> oh, that's right. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, you got the sweater. I did. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, some other news. Uh, so it is canceled. We'll see what we can do, Dave said. We'll see what we can do. Dave, like yeah. Dave has we'll, magical we'll power. Can... Listen, you have no idea the crazy crap. And he's just like so assured. Yeah. Well, what crazy crap? Just, just no. Like my life, right? I like I go to a concert. I usually like meet a lead guitarist of a band. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I'm okay. Well, really quick, this one story. So Did you pee next to somebody? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no, that wasn't me. But um, I, I walked into a bar, like it, just a little, little hole in the wall bar. But like one of my favorite guitarists on the planet was playing there. I'm like, I have to go. I'm going. So I walk into Bogies, and um. I bump into this dude, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm really sorry. And who is it? None other than Jeff Loomis, one of my idols, idol guitar players. And I was like, holy shit, Jeff Loomis. He's like, hey, kid. And he kind of, you know, went on his way. But later, I got to, like, uh, sit and have a drink with him after the show and whatnot. But just, like, that That's happened. That's amazing. You know, I, I get lucky being able to meet, like, other people, like Devin Townsend and other uh, guys and just – it. It it's just crazy. Things happen to me. I don't expect them. They just happen. I haven't quite had that same luck at hockey games, but we'll we'll see what we can do. Now, we'll see. with all of that being said, uh, Beth and I will be in Montreal in February, early February, like ninth weekend. Is. Veronica is planning on being the there as well, yeah. and Veronica's going to probably be there oh, as yeah. well. So I'm we'll have again. so we'll have seventy five percent of the happy hour. Um, <laughs> But, oh, my God. Okay, time, time, time. So, uh, this is the camp, and we had to send down players. So, the first round of players that were cut from camp, uh, two of them were uh, Morovic and Sklenica. Sklenica, maybe? Uh, Those were the two Czech players that we got over the summer, kind of in lieu of how we got Shlemko and Jarobek. More so Jarobek, because he's also um, from mm, Croatia, is it? Slovakia, mm. actually. Wherever Placanic's from. Croatia. No, damn it. He's Czech. Czech. Czech Republic. Czech, yeah, Czech, Czech Republic. Republic. Thank you. They're, they're the two Czech players. Uh, they were sent to Laval. They were very good in uh, the camp, I thought. So in Laval, they're probably going to dominate down there. That's like, that's. Laval's going to be great. That's Yeah, right? That's going to be the top yes. pairing. Uh, Suzuki, Nick Suzuki. We haven't even talked about Nick Suzuki. Poor he's, little Nick Suzuki. He's also super great. He got sent back uh, to the. Um, is it the Owen OHL? Sound? Is yes. his team the yeah. Owen Sound? So he's going to be going going back to junior for probably another year, and we can't expect him back that's fine. in the actual lineup next year. Oh my god! Yeah. And then breaking my heart, Joel Ward was released. Now yeah. a lot of people shat like their pants when they heard that, and not in a good way. When Joel Ward was uh, asked on a PTO, and I was like, ah, eh, give him give him a chance, and he impressed. I thought he was great. What, you know, this you know, few uh, little plays that he had out there. But they were uh, just veteran plays, super good plays. And it's just a um, it's a conclusion of the fact that we have so much depth that we probably just can't fit exactly. the poor guy anywhere. So hopefully he no. finds a job elsewhere. So that was the first round. Second round are the waivers that happened. And this mm-hmm. raised a few brows. <sighs> so on that list, it was uh, Shinkarook, uh, which I'm eh, – 50-50 on uh, Michael McCarron, which we spoke about. He kind of had all his chances that he could get, so he was put on waivers. Yeah. Uh, Byron Fraze, um, oh, well, he was one of our fourth-line uh, center guys, or a winger, I suppose. I thought he was a center. Regardless, so those three guys. Uh, Renat Valiev. Renat Valiev, I was a little concerned about, but Learnout. I was really surprised yeah. that Learnout got on the waiver wire. But, um, you know... So that was the bad news. The good news is they all passed, so they're all they going all to Laval. <laughs> and that is that Laval team is going to be mean because who's like one brutal? Of the, who's going to be like one of the main uh, players there is freaking uh, Videmo, too. It's like oh my lord, oh, yeah. it's going to be crazy. Oh my god, there. who are they playing the day that we're going to the game? <laughs> they're going to die. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know who it is, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. I can't wait to play uh, to see him because they're I'm, going to die. I am going <laughs> to die because <laughs> I'm going to see them twice next weekend, actually, in Providence and in uh, Hartford against 
the bru- the baby Bruins and the uh, baby Ranges. Oh my God! They're bringing back the Whalers jersey. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw. Yes, that. Oh, which is pretty it cool. Is dope. But I can. I know why people are like. But I miss the Whalers. <laughs> and also, also people forget about the Connecticut Whale and the um, NWHL. I don't know the, the women's hockey team. The oh, women's yeah, yeah, yeah. the women's hockey team. They have they have a whale. It's it doesn't have the W on. I think it has a an a like a C or an actual whale on it. I haven't seen it in like a few hours, so I don't remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my my brain doesn't work very well. Um, <laughs> but um, somebody was like, "Hey, you forgot about this? Like, this is a thing. It wasn't where you couldn't get a whaler's jersey." But also, people were like, "I want the real thing." Mm-hmm. Anywho, sorry. Uh, so said... you're gonna see the comet, the comet, the rocket, <laughs> yeah. in Hartford. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll see that's him in pretty Hartford. Nifty. And in Providence, yeah. I was surprised with Providence because I thought it was Providence, Massachusetts. It is not. It's Rhode actually Island. Providence, Rhode Island. I'm like, oh my god. I knew that. I've never Long Island, I've Rhode never, Island. I've never been to Rhode Island. Ooh. Ever. I've always wanted to go there. Isn't it the smallest state in the it whole is world? The smallest state ever. Yeah. It's the smallest state ever. Ever. I learned that from me, myself, and Irene. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like it's kind of like um um Delaware in Wayne's World. It's like oh, I'm in Delaware. (laughs) Oh, Uh. I'm really mad about how long it took me to drive through Delaware when I drove through it a couple weeks ago. I'm like, it's too, it's so small. Why is it taking so long? You drove through it long ways, didn't you? Probably. I don't know. I didn't look at a map. But did you know that Chile is the longest country in the world? Yes. Whoa. Is it? Yeah. (laughs) And at its widest part, like between the ocean and the Andes, it takes like four hours to drive from border to border. Wow. Well, wait a second. I just remember that from geography class. It's longer than Russia? It's the longest country in the world, and we are also, um, we have the, both the wettest spot in the world and the driest spot in the world. Oh Drier than the Sahara. Holy crap. The Atacama Desert. That doesn't sound like fun or at, at least, all. No. I mean, it would be great for hair. To tie it into i don't know if we were talking about coca-cola <laughs> before know, the before the podcast or but i had a girlfriend from england who um she was in chile and she her boyfriend came and visited her from england and they took a trip and they went all the way up to the north because they wanted to see the atacama desert and she said it was like there was absolutely nothing in the desert for miles and miles and miles and then there's a Coke stand. There's a guy selling Coca-Cola <laughs> in the middle of the desert. Oh, my God. What was his name? <laughs> I don't know. It was probably um, uh, Jose. Jose. I was going to say Pedro, yeah. but I didn't want to be <laughs> mean. It would have been Jose something because everybody's Joseph something in Chile. Awesome. Or Maria something. Yeah. So, anyway. We, we are getting over our time, <laughs> but I swear we have to do some of these QA questions. So, can we do some okay. of them really quick? I'm picking really easy yeah. ones. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Number one from rookie at habit her way is why a valid question? I say, I love her. That is an absolute valid question. Is why a valid question? Yep. That's it. Why? Uh, what? Yeah. Ask any three-year-old. Why? Bam. (laughs) See? Why? Good call. Sure. Yes. All right. So bam. All right. That's one question. Yep. Boom. Thanks, rookie. Served. All right. Uh, next one. Uh, da, 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 da. uh, okay. From dude at B Shah 79. Who's your favorite Love new him. Habs player or coach? And who's your favorite Habs prospect? Uh, Coca Niemi. Duh. Coca Niemi. All right. Duchan. Nailed it. Bam. Oh, and Luke. I like call. Luke Wilson. Yeah, Luke. Yeah, no, he's okay. I do like uh, Bouchard. Well, the boys look pretty good under oh, Luke yeah. Wilson. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. I got I to mm-hmm. mark these down. Okay, then one more. They're all my favorites. Okay, one more from Tom6 at T underscore V underscore I underscore. Do you think <laughs> Suzuki will make the team should he play this year? I think he's going back to the OHL. I believe that's Same. the case. That's my prediction. Thank you for your question, Tom. <laughs> Thanks. And, Thanks, Tom. Okay, that's three of them. Wow, we've never did three in under, like, four minutes before. Wait. <laughs> 
so, so honestly, though, we that is uh, all the time that we have allotted for ourselves this evening. Um, unfortunately, uh, Ashley couldn't join us, but thank you, listeners, for joining in yeah, and listening to our rambling. And thanks this for time, your questions, and we'll ask yeah, you more next week. We will try yeah. to because what's happening next week? It will be the start night. of the regular <gasps> season against the Maple Leafs. Yes. With Max Domi. And yes, Barry Kotkaniemi. Very Italian. Kotkaniemi. He's a yes, Barry. Kotkaniemi. Alright, ciao. All right, that's it. We have to go. Okay, yeah. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>